Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning: The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, this is Real Spoilers, episode 221, The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. So before we jump in... Let's go around. Everyone can introduce themselves before I forget. <laughs> this is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Now, I feel like I needed to go, this is Dan. Yeehaw! <laughs> oh, why didn't we do our Western names? We have Western we have names? We have Western names? Yeah. What would those be? Uh, yeah, I don't Dapper Dan Graney. I don't want to be. I don't, I don't want to be a, a dapper person in the West. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Mustache wax. They don't typically last very they long. Not, no. say, those are the guys that always get killed because you can't stand them. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, goodness. Good uh, try, Kevin. Yeah. Good try. Enough of this. Like, real quick, shameless plug. Don't forget that uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. And we've got a Facebook page. You can go there as well. Facebook.com slash real spoilers. You can comment on shows. You can share it with your friends you can uh download pictures of us and hang them on your bedroom wall <laughs> just like, please don't do that like tiger tiger beat, beat magazine yes <laughs> you can this you, month this you, week's joey butts yeah. you can collect our trading cards and trade them with your friends <laughs> we'll have bubble gum that cuts your cheek soon yeah. uh don't forget about real spoilers go on the app store yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should find a way to be like we can you can download like commentary tracks for movies and I think they can, we they did. It's yeah. called Riff Tracks. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> no, it. ours is Riff Tracks. Yeah, with yeah. CKS. See, yeah, we spell it properly. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like those ne'er do wells. Yeah. So debutantes. Debutantes. Dilettantes. They're also. I mean, they're also kind of debutantes. Yeah, they are very. I mean, petite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw them at Cotillion a couple weeks back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They were proper. They were drinking mint juleps. <laughs> they, had their, they had their pinkies up with every single drink. It was, it was nice. Oh, goodness. So uh, so that's what I'm doing next week, actually. Is are you? I'm going to uh, visit the set of the new you're going to Oh, that's pretty going, cool. Yeah. I thought you were going to finishing school. No, yes. I guess I always thought they were already, those were already done. Are they not? No. Are they haven't started yet? They're filming them right now. They're right. writing them. and so They're filming one next week, Joe. That's yeah. pretty cool. I just thought they so, were done. I thought I, they were I'm curious. Uh, because we have, you know, some friends who are on the show. 
Yeah. Um, who at the time, I think, like when we, uh, I think there was a little bit of a, there was a little bit. When it, at the time, it was like right around. This was all fresh, right? And they, they, you know, were they were left out of it. I think they were I'll just say it. They were yeah. they they felt like I think in their words they had been retconned. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I, that's I think things have changed since then, I right? Think I think they're so. they're participants I in think some way, to some degree that they've been brought on. Board. Well, they were in that big show, but well, that was that's different. Not the that, TV show, the reunion right. show was was done by Rift Tracks. And so, and, oh, I didn't. But know everybody was, was but everybody was there, right? But everybody was everybody but one. Okay, uh, Josh Weinstein, the original uh, J. Sorry, J. Elvis Weinstein, the the original uh, uh, Tom Servo. Okay, yeah, and he was the the assistant mad. He was Doctor <clears throat> Forrester's assistant before TV's Frank. Gotcha. And uh, he was only in the the KTMA episodes and episode one on Comedy Central or season one on Comedy Central, and then he left. Um, he was not uh, a, part. a part of that reunion. Actively not a part or just... Yes, he chose not to participate. Interesting. Yeah. He kind of, from what I understand, got a raw deal because he was there at the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. So like uh, yeah. Trace, who's do- who's uh, Dr. Forrester and the voice of Crow, um, <clears throat> was there at the beginning and like has a, had a small ownership stake in the show and uh, so did somebody else. I forget who, but... Uh, but but uh, J. Elvis Weinstein did not get an ownership stake because uh. he was participating at the age of 16. And so oh. he was not old enough to sign a contract, from what I understand. Gotcha. So mm. he did not get a stake. And at the time, it was kind of like, well, this is just something we're doing. And, right. Nobody right. thought it was going to yeah. be what it is now. So, oh, that's yeah. a bummer. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, so, but yeah, that's where, I, that's where I am going. That's pretty cool. Next week. And that's, so it's... Uh, Frank, yeah, drop some names. Yeah, who's so who's on the show now? Uh, well, Jonah, Jonah from jo- Jonah Ray from Nerdist. Yeah, and uh, Pat Oswald is right. on it, and as TV uh, as Frank's son, as son of TV's Frank. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's pretty good. And uh, Felicia Day, okay, is on it, and Hampton Yount. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's a comedian. Okay, and I forget who's the other comedian. Like one's doing Servo, one's doing Crow. Okay, um, Bill Hader. No, I don't know. No, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> um, but probably names people recognize. Those are probably, and I'm sure Joel will be on there in some capacity, but okay. not as a regular. I mean, he doesn't, you know, it's supposed to be about the new generation. That's pretty so. cool. Right. Pretty good stuff. It's for Netflix, yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's, got, it's got picked oh, up by Netflix. Is it going to be all at once? I don't know how they're oh, I'm assuming because that's, that's how Netflix, Netflix does it. Does their stuff. That so would I'm be assuming. awesome. But hasn't there been one or two they didn't do all at once? Or I, I don't think, think so. I thought Netflix. No, House, of Ca- House of Cards was no, all I'm out there. I'm thinking like maybe that Chelsea Handler shows week to week. Well, I think that's because it's it has do- to be it's done. Why? It's a weekly show. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sense. Like it's okay. topical, and it should yeah. record fifteen at once. But yeah. okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, cool. that's what that's that'll really be awesome. That's I can't cool. wait to see. Yeah. So you're going to a set visit for one of the episodes? Correct. Okay. Cool. Yes, and that's all I'm allowed to say. Aha! Hmm. So interesting. I say I had to sign a NDA? legal thing and everything. So. Wow. Do you have a SAG card? I do not. Mm. Okay. I know. So he doesn't have any lines. Do you have a sad card? <laughs> no. no Do you have a mad card? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with okay. one or two Ds. Two Ds. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Uh, so. Anyway, that's it for that. I guess let's uh, let's dig into our movie, shall we? Yeah. So pew, I, pew. I feel like I should preface this by saying this is one of my favorite westerns of all time. Uh, the original. 
Like, I love that movie a lot. Seven Samurai? Yeah, The Seven Samurai. (laughs) Which, you know what? I also just recently... Like, I watched them all. Uh, You watched Seven Samurai? I did. I have the Criterion version. Nice. I do, too. Um, And it's like... I'm not a huge fan of that movie. I appreciate what it is. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, It's definitely... It can be a little hard to watch. You think um, it's just too old? I think it's like, very, it's a very old movie. Yeah. Is it because you hate Asians? It's not because I love Asians. It's not because <laughs> you love Asians. <laughs> yeah. What? No, it's it's not, comma, comma, because I love Asians. Oh, yeah. I have you cleared, and also have I love you Asian your browser cinema. history I don't lately. Have to. I don't yeah, <laughs> but I love Asians. Like also, I like legit Asian cinema. Like not right. the other genre sure, of sure, Asian sure. cinema. And what other What's genre the other would that genre? be? Uh, yeah. I don't there know. Are, when you when you look up like certain search things, histories. Like, like, your, like your own? Like my own. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah, so, you know, they remade this uh, with Yul Brenner and um, Charles Bronson. Uh-huh. Who, and with Phyllis Diller Phyllis and Diller. Dave Foley. <laughs> what? Bugs Life. Oh, wow. Bugs it life is a Bugs Life. Bugs, you're right. A Bugs Life you're is magnificent. To- you're totally right. It is. Yeah, yeah I didn't think about is. that. I yeah. was like, Phyllis Diller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I forgot, like, in, uh, I forgot <laughs> in the original... Magnificent, the original American version, Magnificent yeah. Seven. Yeah. Which they made how many of those? Uh, three. Uh, they made three okay. sequels, I think. Yeah. We'll and get into that, okay. uh, but okay. how? When it's like the Seven right again, it's like no, they don't. It, it should have been the Magnificent <laughs> Seven, <laughs> in air quotes ish. Well, Bruce Wayne had know, was like, yeah. new recruits. It's, it's like nice going one. to see what? the band Chicago. Like there's still eight guys on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but you know what? Yeah. If they were to tell me. That like if they didn't if DC didn't screw up their entire f- stuff and they're like look we want to make the Dirty Dozen like the the Suicide Squad like Dirty Dozen you mean what they told us they were right going right to right do. Yes. and if yeah. they said we want to do the Justice League like the Magnificent Seven and I was like you're on the right track DC and then yes. I would have been and then they did their movies how would you do sucked. the Justice League like the Magnificent Seven though? you just said it Bruce Wayne goes around collecting well I know the other what, six and then they fight the bigger threat. That's they already the, have logos, right? That's what the, that's what the <laughs> Magnificent Seven did. That yeah, that's Lex. what the Magnificent Seven is. Yeah. Like it's, it's Yul Brenner and uh, Steve McQueen going around collecting the other guys to yeah. fight the bigger threat. That's true. Like that's what you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, Seven Samurai basically invented that premise. Exactly. That's been recycled. Yeah. Over ad and nauseum over and over. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I don't want to compare. Like it's tough because there are a lot of characters that are similar to the originals, but then in this version, they there are some characters that are combinations of other characters and brand new characters so uh if you haven't seen either the seven samurai or the original magnificent seven i can't recommend either one enough they're fantastic i have a remastered they they did a more recent remastering of the magnificent seven it's a good look I saw, that's the one that i have and i bought it last year and i i meant to open it and watch it because it's still unopened. open like most of my blu-rays it's, i think some people can agree with me that that seems to happen. You buy yeah. them and yeah. feel like you don't get around to watch them right away. Yeah, and then, and then like, you just don't. So it's like, oh, I wanted to this weekend, but I just saw the movie. It's a good looking copy. I, I wanted to rewatch it. So I, yeah, at this point, I haven't it's, I haven't seen Man of Steel seven stuff. It's cleaned up, and so. I think they might have they up the color a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and it's also they, they added an eighth too. They did. Yeah. There's eight of them. Now. <laughs> There's yeah. It's, it's they a had bonus to. feature. Um, D'Artagnan and that guy. D'Artagnan. That guy's only so so. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like the Magnificent Seven yeah, and So-So Eight and yeah. the So-So Eight guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, this one. It, it honestly, this one, there are they take a lot. So um, there are certain nods to the original. 
like for instance, they ride horses. D- they ride horses. There Denzel, are, that was one of the biggest cowboy hats. There oh are guns. There are guns. Um, but Yul Brenner wears but oddly all black. enough no bullets. Well, it's you know it's Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watching the original. I was like, you didn't fire a bullet out of that gun. Let me ask a question real quick. So, does Denzel Washington being African American in the West was there a racial does tension type up? thing? Oh, have you not seen the? Did you not see it this week? No, I did. They didn't. In my, I would opinion, say half the actors in the original one were Spanish or Italian anyway. Yeah, but but I don't I, think Spanish would be because they're in the original. They're in Mexico. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's so true. like, yeah, I yeah. guess what I they weren't they weren't born there, right? I would, <laughs> like, so I would have thought, having seen the movie, I would have thought there would have been more tension, but it didn't seem to like really come up, and so I didn't know it what they were up, trying to say. I think it with came that. up like once or twice, like when he rides into town that, the first time, that first time in the bar. When he when he's hunting the the guy who's the bartender right. and, and bringing him to justice, you mean he's doing his best uh, Schultz from God, Django? Okay, how yeah. can they completely rip that <laughs> scene off from Django? The- I'm talking about when I saw him do that. Well, let me pull this warrant out. I'm I had, like, they stole. That. I will say I had a couple issues with it. I, d- I love this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but I did like that scene I, where I, I was mean, like. If you were Quentin Tarantino watching that, you would go, "What the fuck?" If I were like, Quentin Tarantino, I'd be like, oh, "Well, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Quentin Tarantino." Well, I know he, that he, he, up stand on he does there. well, and also I was gonna say I don't think he uses that kind of language. Oh, no, yeah, that's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like Quentin Tarantino, the the I, king of the I, ripoff. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about. I mean, I know he pays homage to a lot of like really older movies and stuff. Like that movie came out two years ago or something, and it's the same scene with the, almost the same dialogue. Like I just thought so, that, and I that also was think, really weird. So the guy who wrote this is Nick Pizzolatto who wrote the first two seasons of uh, True, True Detective, Detective. Uh-huh. and I think he had something else in the pipeline that got oh and Galveston he did write Galveston yeah, yeah he wrote the book Galveston uh, but also like I want I just wonder if that was you know that second season of True Detective he's a pretty lazy writer so yeah. I just Maybe wonder he just started uh, he, like, I think he started he started well, that a scene. lot of that stuff in season one that people thought was so deep about like time is a yeah. circle and it's all not that as deep he stole that yeah yeah as, and I, you know what and i think that go yeah just a, the, was, the true detective tangent is like the reason that was as good as it was is because mcconaughey was killing that performance yeah so oh. like you didn't care yeah i still haven't seen and it. that second ever seen the first I season on blu-ray by the last dude in the second episode i'm sure in the second episode i remember looking over to ellie and going this is he is amazing yeah. in this like he yep. was that was, like, the it was a, another level yeah it was because it was like all of a sudden yeah. it was just like i mean he we've seen him be good and we've seen him be lazy but at the, that level of he acting was, was just like i mean it was chilling i need he to was, watch the it. old so old, good old man russ and then young man russ is just yeah oh man wow that's it's incredible yeah um so when he first rides into town he gets some looks and in that bar i couldn't tell if it was a, more of a racial thing or they were all like it was a racial part thing. of this guy's crew and they were getting yeah. ready to defend him like part of his gang i think it was a thing. racial thing it was, racial it was like thing. but then you never heard about it again but it, well, and i think so, that was smart because that's not the movie they're making no right and, no correct and i you know and i think and i don't think if it if it was the movie they were making I don't think Denzel Washington would have done it. Probably yeah. wouldn't have done it. Nope. He, I mean, no, he and I don't think you know, there's any need that's okay. to. We got that movie. It's called Blazing Saddles. Right. <laughs> it just seemed weird that like, I just couldn't tell if it was a thing or it wasn't because sure. it was only when he wrote in and then you never heard about it, which isn't well, a problem. I, but I, think, like, I think you don't hear about it again is because he dispatches like five guys in one sitting. Yeah. Right. So like, the, all the people are like, you know what? Uh, I don't want to die, yeah. so I'm not going to say anything. Okay. And then but from there, he's always. I mean, he really only he wears the white hat, and he only so really speak, like deals he's a, he's with a people. White hat good guy. 
at that point and from that point on he really only deals with people who already have known and accepted him right or he's trying to kill right like there's no in yeah. between like it's, yeah. you've got your your group of friends your group of your your team and then everybody else with the exception of a few townsfolk they're the enemy like everybody there's that there's a whole scene we'll get to where i'm just like is everybody in this town a bad guy yeah because i think they killed everybody literally yeah. okay and i don't mean that like they literally kill everybody in this movie yeah like almost no <laughs> it was there crazy. is a lot of yeah. killing in the, and i don't have a problem with it because it, it was it, it was because it was awesome yeah it was great yeah. Yeah. um but yeah so in the original one it's yul, yul brenner um kind of like there's a, a guy that can't be won't be buried up on this uh cemetery because he's i think he's indian so yul brenner says you know what f this i'll do it and he go like he and Steve McQueen hop in uh, a carriage and they take it up there and they kind of fight off the town a little bit. So one of the things that Yul Brenner constantly does in that movie is he's shooting people in the hand. And this one, Denzel Washington does the exact same thing. Like he sh- he's initially he's not killing anybody like he in that bar scene where he goes to claim the bounty on one eyed Jack yeah, or whatever. Cool. He doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. Like he, except for the bad guy. Yeah. Cause well, he, he shoots want to come in and start murdering people. Right, he like, shoots a guy. He shoots a gun out of somebody's hand yeah. or he shoots the chair leg and Off you know, under him. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I like that. He, he killed the one person that was wanted. Right. And then, you know, at this point, so he comes in the bar and then Chris Pratt. And it, you know what? This and is, I honestly took that as kind of a racial thing. And where that, he doesn't want to kill anybody? That, like, he like he knew he was never going to get the benefit of a doubt. Right. Like, it, it better be a guy that's got a warrant out right. on him. Yeah, otherwise. Because if it's just me versus you, they're always going to believe the you because the you is, the white. is white. Like, and that, they, I, you know. He, he drops, they drop a little current day stuff in there that I was like, all right. There was no need for that. Mm-hmm. There's a scene. There's a scene later where they they've got the Magnificent Seven are together. Chris Pratt is teaching the one guy how to shoot, and he's like, "What does this mean?" And he puts his hand, he puts his hands up, and he was like, "This means don't shoot." And I was like, hmm. "All right, really? You thought that was oh, I didn't like, like Antoine oh, absolutely absolutely a- I do." Yeah, hands oh, I up, didn't even the, hand, the whole that. hands I up. Don't connect. you I live in St. Louis? Yeah. And I didn't even connect. That. As soon as I saw it, and I was like, "Yeah, I didn't." Maybe I because didn't. you have, you're, you're, I'm a little bit closer to it than yeah, some police officer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I just took it as him mocking him because it was like such an. He was. I think it could have been taken two ways because yeah. he's like, say, teach me how to use guns, and right. and he takes his whiskey and then tells him the, like the most obvious thing that right. you could ever be told, you know. And I will say, this is a different Chris Pratt. This is a different Chris Pratt than we have seen up until this point. Like he's not as jokey, likable. He's also not as likable. He is he likable, play a, but he's not a. But he's not Star Lord. He's not. Yeah. You know, he's not anything that we've seen before. And I appreciate that. Like I appreciate the fact. And I thought he was going to be that from the previews they show you. Right. You yeah. thought he was going to just be doing right. the Chris Pratt thing. No, he's kind of a drunken d bag. Yeah. Yeah. A, a drunk. He's a good guy, but he's a d bag. He's, he's a, a drunk. And it's different than the Steve McQueen version. Yeah. Like the Steve McQueen version. Is it? He's a straight up good. Like, yeah, he's funny. They well, do. They do kind of reference the the, he's the cooler from Great Escape. Yeah, exactly. But they also got, that he's kind of the same actors in it. So, yeah, oh, it's true. You do. Yeah. yeah, the the lover aspect like that is played up in the original as well as you know, kind of in this one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they they you know he kind of joins up. Chris Pratt joins him in the town, and he's like, "You got anything going on?" He's like, "No, nah, not really." He's like, "How many do you got for this?" So they tell him this whole job. I guess we should say. Over, reason all this over, over actor <clears throat> McGillicuddy <laughs> who just like that guy chews up I can't think of his name Star, Sarsgaard Peter Sarsgaard Peter Sarsgaard oh, who just chews up McGillicuddy. every scene he's in yeah. and it's fine like in Green Lantern it was awful 
but like I was like, he knows what he's doing, and he knows what kind of movie this is, so he yeah. doesn't but, care. Man, but the first time you see him with that jar, yeah. <laughs> shaking around that yeah. jar, yeah, I was just I was like, like where what are we doing? going? What's and, then, and then when he gets there, I'm like, well, that was a long walk for a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like doesn't he have businessman? Like, doesn't he have better things to do than yeah. to no. waste his time coming? Apparently in? not. There's a small town, and they're you know they're they're in the church, and they're arguing over this guy who's trying to take over, who's trying to buy their land, <clears throat> and then he walks in and kind of you know does the whole his whole thing where he lay, he's like 20 bucks an acre or something like some a tiny amount of money for the land I mean, basically there's gold on this land there's gold there's, a, so mi- there, well, there's a mine further away and this is like the go between <clears throat> yeah. between the mine and wherever so he wants to so buy, wants this to buy property, the whole town right and he's offering them a third of what their houses are valued at and the cameo by matthew bomer you know what <laughs> and I've, I've said it from the get it Make that guy Superman. We know, Joe. We've I'm just you. saying. Like, even in this Not one, where, like, they play up the big blue eyes, and, you know, he... Because he has blue, really blue yeah, eyes. Yeah, but he's... Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I, I can't believe he was in it for, like, 10 minutes. That was just weird when to see I Matthew saw him, Bomer. And I like, was just like, oh, he's going to join... Like, he's one of the guys. He's going to be I, one of the yeah, seven that we done. haven't seen yet. And I was like, oh, yeah. never mind. So, <laughs> he, he basically, when Peter... Sars, Sa- not Skarsgård. Yeah. Sarsgård. This is yeah. Sarsgård. Yeah. Right. So when when Peter Sarsgård walks out of the church after saying he says, "When I come back in three weeks, you either accept twenty dollars or I'm gonna kill everybody. You don't want to. You better run. Like yeah. you're gonna be killed. Right. Why and wouldn't you just kill everybody? That's what I'm saying. Like it was killing. Why if you're wait? Willing to? Yeah. If you're gonna. If you. If why? Why wait? I guess you maybe know. if you get half of them, you only have to kill half as many people. It's I guess that's true. Just, it's just a time management <laughs> yeah, right. thing. Oh, bullets works. Bullets works back, back then. Yeah, but but uh, basically, Matthew Bomer, uh, they start he kicking the crap. He challenges him. They start kicking the crap out of a pre the priest that's like, yeah. you can't do this. And then he's like, what kind of man are you? And he walks over and shows him. Shoots yeah. him. He just right. shoots him. Yeah. And so and there's, there are a and lot back, of. And you need to remind people back then. Uh, I don't think priests were <clears throat> so rapey. They weren't so rapey. They were. Yeah. They were pillars of the community. Back right. Then. So it yes. was sad if you right. shot a priest yeah. or something. Else. And also, like there is, you know, there are. What was the one movie I just watched? Did you ever see Executive Decision? A million years okay. ago, the thing um, I was wearing Steven acid Seagal, and, Steven Seagal yeah. yeah, Steven Seagal, Kurt Russell, right? Yeah. So when that movie comes out, Steven Seagal is a massive star. Yeah. And they kill him yeah. in the first, which I thought ten minutes was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Right. You're like, oh, so they've never done that in a movie before. Well, it's just like you don't expect to lose your yeah. biggest star. Yeah, it's the guy. They don't do it often. They don't do but, it. Yeah. And I will say, in this one, when you lose a certain character, and I'm just like, oh, all bets are off. Like there's nobody that's sick. and you know they they kill a bunch yeah, of characters. There weren't a lot of three picture deals in this movie. <laughs> there were not. There were not. <laughs> Which is cool though. I liked it. And they do, that in the, they do that yeah. in the original. I like, like they, they kill a bunch of the real stakes. Even though these are big name actors, like uh, I would say a majority of the Magnificent Seven, like four, are known actors. You know. I. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll you know? give you. Yeah. Yeah. That got Denzel. Pratt, when no one knows the Indian, D'Onofrio, the Mexican, D'Onofrio, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. I, and then Bilo, by, by, is a by I mean, and then and then by, the other super friends Black Lightning and <laughs> I mean he's a good martial arts uh, but no one knows who was, him. The, who was the Indian on Super Friends uh, the it, guy that grew he was like he yeah was he Green grow, Giant and no. he would say Montauk and Mon, he would, yeah, yeah. He, would, he would grow whatever yeah, and yeah. him and then but, like, uh, the most samurai part, the samurai tornado guy. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah, that's right. They, they, the multi-ethnic team, right? Yeah. The, the, when they had, yeah, to it's add. definitely the magnificent seven of Benetton. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Now I will say the Indian made it a lot longer. Apache than, Chief, 
Apache Chief, yes. Apache Chief. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that was both funny and offensive. <laughs> hey, man. That's, that's what he did. I didn't, they, I didn't make that up. That's, yeah, that's yeah, I'm like true. Hong Kong Fooey over here. But <laughs> I, I will give him this, that the Native American guy lasted a lot longer than the guy did in Suicide Squad. I will say yes, that. Yes, he did. Yeah. Spoilers. And, and by that, we mean the entire movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so the so sister of... I think it's... No, it's his wife. It was oh, Matt no, Bomber's sorry. wife. Yeah, it was the, the wife of Matt Bomer's who yeah. picks this all up. Also, basically. like, I don't think they could get her boobs out anymore without it being rated R. Really? Like, yes. Her, boob, her boobs were out 98% of this movie just enough where they could squeak by with a PG-13. Like, everything she's huh. wearing is low cut all the time. see what your mind is. I mean, oh, he's got I, a pregnant I, wife. I paid okay. attention. I yeah. <laughs> Did, do you guys think it was that revealing? Her I felt like her outfits? I, feel, I felt like her... Uh, I, I will say that I did notice, uh, <laughs> but I nah. but I felt like uh, I felt like it was her, probably with the times her outfit was getting lower cut the deeper we got into the film. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of comes to this town where Denzel has dispatched these. You know, he's oh he pulled a Django. He pulled a Django. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what he exactly. Actually, he didn't pull a Django. He pulled a, a Schultz. Oh, I hate it when I pull my Django. It's awful. Yeah. It hurts. It's yeah. yeah. I'm like limping for a week. <laughs> Got to wear special yeah, shoes. I, I, I love that movie, and I just watched it. I don't know a month or so ago, and it's like to see that scene. I mean, I'm sorry, but it I, it, it was a little more than an homage. No, it was, and, and, yes. again, and I really like this movie, and I'm not saying it ruins it, but. What are you doing? I remember seeing you like, wow, replicate an exact scene. (laughs) Yeah, when it's like a western movie, and it's the same thing. You have a warrant, and he goes, "I'm a, you know, like I'm a warrant officer (laughs) in the state of." The lines are the same. Like I don't know, it was just weird, but maybe that was the speech they made them all give. That that's an interesting uh, point. That's know. an interesting thing. Is like, yeah, yeah that could be where like yeah, they had. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe it was accurate. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe like you know, in in, in like three hundred years, somebody may be like, man, every police gives the same. You have the right yeah. 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 Right. yeah, there's a reason. No, I guess yeah. that could make sense. But it's just like I just remember Dr. King Schultz being like, I am a deputized whatever yeah. in the state of, and then this guy says same know. thing. Anyway, yeah. uh, so she sees the whole thing go down, and then she realizes, okay, we could rather than like spend money to buy guns we can hire this guy so she goes to denzel and she's like you know they're they're taking our livelihood they've killed my husband they've killed all these different people and i love how denzel and keeps it, riding because first it's her friend that's chasing after him and then she finally starts running along holding her dress was, up yeah she's she was like, like are you, you gonna are you really me? gonna yeah. make me run after you well he doesn't and, he doesn't start taking notice until she says the name well, of course yeah, yeah. as but soon as she I says like the name, that, that's that he when... didn't i like i just liked the character the character that denzel plays i like the way he played it i like that he was all about his business and moving on to the next thing and it's not that he's a bad guy or a jerk but it's like he has the mindset of you know he's going after these bounties well also so like yul brenner as much as and i love old westerns i think old westerns are some of the greatest missed gems of cinema that with the exception of like the john wayne stuff and some of the clint eastwood stuff there's some good stuff out there they were the superhero movies of their time you could do them on the cheap and they would make a bunch of money Yeah. yeah um but yul brenner is the the good like he's the straight up weird reference to make he's the john cena of that movie because mm-hmm. there's no gray area there's yeah. black and there's white and he every every choice that he makes is for mm-hmm. the betterment of the people and right. to keep them safe how about he's the superman i can't make that reference because superman kills people all the time now 
<laughs> I meant, not, I right. meant the, uh, <laughs> he's not doing anything Sorry, for the betterment. He's not doing anything for the betterment he's of the anybody. He's the Batman of the, also oh, doesn't work. <laughs> wait a minute, damn it! But yeah, he's the so Deadpool? no, no. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> uh, it's more of a, it's a better reference than Superman at this point. <laughs> where this, the, where, the way Denzel plays it is, just, he's just doing it like. He's not. He's he's, there's, there's a gray a area. There's it's, a gray area for him where Yul Brenner. Yeah. There was a black and white. Right. You know what I'm saying. So I so, like that she's chasing after Moon. Then when she mentions that it's uh, Sarsgaard's character, he stops and he was like, he starts oh, really? And and she's basically. I mean, they're poor. They don't have any money. But she's like, we're the payment is everything that we have. We're going to give you everything. Okay. So this is a line from the original one where he goes, "I've been paid a lot for my services, but I've never been paid everything." That's verbatim yeah. a Yul Brenner line gotcha, from, right. the, from the original. So he goes back to town, and this is where he kind of sees um, Chris Pratt again. And trying Chris to buy Pratt, his horse Chris back. Chris Pratt's trying to buy his horse back. And he was like, here, you know. He, he said he, the guy stole his horse, but he really drunkenly <laughs> yeah, lost he drunkenly it in a car lost game. It. Chris, uh, Chris Pratt is a drunk in this entire, yeah. yeah. But he's charming, sort of. Like, I want to say he's a look. less likable Doc Holliday. Which Doc Holliday? Tombstone. Okay. Tombstone. I, li- I like, like so Wyatt Earp, but like... Yeah, the, but the, the Tombstone the Dennis Doc Quaid Holliday... Doc Holliday yeah. I also really enjoy, but... But the Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer one, without a doubt, is yeah. just amazing. That's good stuff. He is so damn likable and charismatic in that movie, you know? And like, I feel like Chris Pratt is trying to embody the same spirit. He's a drunken, but he's making jokes, and he's supposed to be lovable. But like, it never quite got to that level of likability, because he still, there was just... I liked him, but you know what I mean? Like his character I also think was you kind can't, of, you can't copy that performance. Yeah. Like if you copy it, you're, it's going to be obvious that you're copying. But his character was kind of deplorable at the same time. Chris Pratt's like when he, when he's trying to teach the guy gun moves later on. And I know it's kind of funny that he's like, give me one drink and I'll teach you a lesson. Right. And then he teaches him a crappy lesson. I thought I was going to end up with the whole bottle. Yeah. But then you're kind of like, he's just mean. And the guy's like, take it. And he walks away. Like that's, he that, just, that is one know? of the issues I take for this movie yeah. is everybody is flawed. Yeah. Like every single character has a darkened past. And like I, Does Denzel? Yeah, I mean his But I mean spoiler, is he, we'll no, get to but that, I mean, but he, yeah. But he's, he's conflicted. Not, How about that? He's conflicted rather than I don't just feel like being, he ever does anything I mean he has a motive, but I don't feel like he no, ever does I, anything questionable. I, I feel like in the original though, and it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I feel like in the original there was a lot more ambiguity as to whether or not these guys were really all going to help this town. Right. Well, and right. I, yeah. And, and I never really felt like that with these guys. You think they were always their intention the entire time was they were always going to help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, or, and even though they were in and they even were just, in the original one, I felt like there were certain guys that I felt I felt confident that that Yul Brynner's character was always going right, to help. Right. Um, but Steve McQueen was always going to stick with him. Yeah. But Outside of that, it kind of shifted as to whether or not I felt like they were really going to help or if they were going to bail right. or even turn. Right. And, uh, and But I never felt like that in this one. By the way, Charles Bronson, I didn't realize he was that big. Like in, in the original one, he is jacked. He's like yeah. he's a massive oh, yeah. human being. Yeah. And then you see him at Death Wish. You're like, what the hell happened? Well, well, age. Age. Yeah. age caught up with you. Yeah. 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 One thing. So in this movie, going back to like comparing it to the original, one thing that I didn't really... And again, I like this movie. I thought it was, I, I guess you could. I got a huge kick out this of it. Felt, I yeah, had so I was going to say one thing. Just, I enjoyed the movie too. Like I'm not bagging yeah. on it, but I just felt like it. I it's weird that you know, fifty six years later, 
we get less moral complexity. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, that's a good this point. This felt like a summer blockbuster. This is a perfect summer blockbuster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this would have played perfect in summer. I thought it was a kick-ass movie. Actually, I think they I were just... smart to hold off on it. No, of course. But it's a summer movie. You, though, well, you, you know? avoid yeah. the... I think if they had realized how weak the summer movies ah, would have be. been, yeah. they yeah. might have went This is one of the better out. movies yeah. I've seen yeah. of since beginning of summer, I this would have. Yeah. But but so my point is, it's it's a great movie. But I thought all the the way that they got the guys to join in this movie was very. Oh, I'm not doing anything. Like well, I just, I they mean, just yeah, got him like, so easily. Because in, in the original, I remember there was the whole thing about like the one guy thinking that. That Chris Robert, Adams was was holding out, like yeah, the, like there Robert has, Dexter. I think there's got to be more money than this. Well, or this the, town yeah, has to be more valuable. The entire for some time reason. he's like, "So what, what do you got going on?" He right? Goes, he's like, "No," I, and the entire Chris Yul Brenner's is like, "No, man, there's nothing there." And he's like, "All right, I got you. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're dropping. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I'm in." I just feel like these guys just okay, just so easily joined up. So well, you've got, I mean, you've got well, hold on. You've, so you got the Mexican guy, well, the Mexican he's guy like, who was gonna he's like. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop looking for you. Oh, okay. Like, but I mean, like, yeah. If you want the best bounty hunter in the country to stop know looking who for the you, hell this guy is though. He I found mean, him though. Like, that's the thing is, he found him in yeah. like some tiny cabin in the middle of I nowhere. I just feel like some wanted guy. I don't know. It's just the fact that he's like, well, I won't be looking for you. Okay, so fine. The Indian guy. Yeah, I'm kind of off doing my own. I'm kind of off doing my own thing for my tribe. Okay, okay. He's joined in. Like. Again, I liked all the characters. It was an awesome movie. Great action scenes. I felt like they like, felt like they wanted to they, they wanted to get to it. They did. They right. just assembled you know the team. I appreciate that. And I and it's I I I think you're both right, guys. Yeah, I yeah. Think, like I <laughs> yeah. like I agree. Like I I I felt like they assembled them a little too easily. Yeah. But I also felt like I didn't need this movie yeah. to be thirty minutes. They got longer. it going. Yeah. Right. That's, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You get, get to see that in the Justice League. Movie. I will. Yeah. I'm sure I will. You get to see yeah. the. I'll get to see the formation. Three. Yeah. Zack Snyder's like, I have a four yeah. hour director's cut that yeah. explains that's everything. That's my Ours is uh, yeah. Bruce Wayne walking around and you know. <laughs> yeah. and then the well, question becomes, know. which director? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is the J.J. Abrams cut. Perfect. All right. Good. It's more um, of a nitpick. I mean, that's just really my only complaint is I just felt like it was a little too, like, the way he gathered him up was just kind of, like, nonchalant. Yeah. Like, oh, here's my team. Okay. Like, I, like I but, said, I, hear, I do hear what you're yeah. saying, but I appreciate... Because if you remember the Dirty Dozen, like, it's, I mean, that's a good 30 minutes of the yeah. movie of, yeah. of him just going around... Picking people out. Picking people up. Yeah, they know? split yeah. up, and then they got their guys, and they came back, and it was, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, but we're, we're ready to rock and but, roll. But no, you know, but for a two-hour movie... And this movie's two hours, and I felt like it could have maybe shaped 15 off. Like, to have them assembled in 10 minutes, I just thought it was weird for such a long movie. But anyway. But, I mean, you, you, I feel like you have to establish those characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to give them a, a little bit of backstory as yeah. to why they're on the team. And Maybe you needed more of a montage. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> a montage, you say? A montage. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we get Ethan Hawke and um, Sto- Storm Shadow. Isn't he Storm oh. Shadow and GI Joe? Yeah, yeah. The oh. other ninja for the for yeah for, for Hydra for Cobra. <laughs> so yeah, there you know, and these are this is the James Coburn the Bai Young Bai Hung Lee. Anyway, he's nice. the James Coburn character where he's right. he's quick with a blade, and that whole scene, the whole scene in this one where they're the guys are fighting like they're they're challenging him to yeah. a, a a fight. That's right out of the original. That was a cool scene. That's it's with the, the hairpin. That was yeah, cool. That's right out of the, like James that's Coburn cool. is challenged to a, a duel, and he's like, "No, nah, man!" Like James Coburn, he's a cool cat. Yeah. Like he's always a cool. He's a cool cat up at like even in Payback. Yeah, like I love him in Payback. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's that's just mean. Um, where he's you know he's what he about ch- Monsters Inc? 
Who is he? In my, oh, well, he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not as cool in that. Unfortunately, he's the bad guy. Spoilers. Um, yeah. So they're, he's assembling the whole team, and they get Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt and the Mexican go and get Ethan Hawke and the other guy, and then uh, they all kind of meet back up, and they get Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> who's like unrecognizable? I mean, what, is, between the man. weight and the beard, and he's right. been putting on weight for a while. But I remember, like, like you were like, like Men in Black. I was like, like probably like ten or fifteen minutes into like after his characters appeared in the movie, and I was like, I thought Vincent D'Onofrio was in this, and then it was like, and then it was like, oh. Crap! That's, that's him. That's Vincent. One of the best. One of the best lines in the movie. That bear is wearing. That bear is wearing suit. people clothes. <laughs> and it was funny. And I think what I love that, that line. was a good line. I think what finally made me figure out it was Vincent D'Onofrio is because I was honestly like, who is this guy and yeah. why have I never seen him before? Because yeah. I was like, the way the the weird like squeaky voice that he did. It had to be a choice, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, and yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, that's clearly such not, a big guy to talk like. I'm like, right, that's yeah. clearly not in the script. That's clearly a choice the actor made. I'm like, and like. For this guy I've never seen to make such a ballsy choice <laughs> in a major role like this, I'm like, where? and then I was like, oh, that's Vincent D'Onofrio now. So yeah. Kingpin, buddy. Yeah. Kingpin. yeah, he's got this. He's got a he's, giant beard, and he's definitely put on weight. But he, I think he immerses in a lot of roles, though. Yeah, yeah he does. he's a method guy. Yeah, I think. I mean, you go uh, all the way back to. I mean, look at him in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and big you, time. You, he, you don't even recognize the guy. No, yeah. That's. I mean, he's a law and order criminal intent. Yeah. He's, he's I mean, it's Sherlock that. Holmes with uh, as a procedural, yeah. but mm-hmm. he's fantastic on that show. Joe, I have an audio clip for you to help you out here. Byung Han Lee. Is that how you say it? Say it again. Byung Han Lee. So Lee, that's what well, we're your accent is amazing, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. That was why did you raise the octave on your voice? Yeah, well, it was a choice. <laughs> it's a cultural thing. Yeah, so they they pretty much assemble their whole team, uh, and now they and then they go to the town and immediately like. Immediately, oh man, they are the amount of bad guys that have taken over. <laughs> That's what this I said. Town. I was like, "Is the whole town this has bad to guys?" Be a fifteen-minute shootout, and Easy. I'm like, because yeah. I'm thinking, okay, they planted a guy, the sheriff's in on it. They planted a few guys, like the three guys that meet Denzel out there. Right. But then these guys come out of the woodwork, like yes, yeah, so they're coming from everywhere. <laughs> it's twenty. Two? What? Something like he, that. He, yeah. They when it's all said and done, uh, Sarsgaard says. You're telling me seven men killed 20, 22 of the best the guns best. we could ever buy. Yeah, that money can buy. Right. So I think it's 22 people. So it's like, damn, they planted a lot of people. But it's, I will have to say the, great. the action scenes, the shootouts in this movie, which are Western action scenes, yeah. and that's what they are in this movie, are awesome. So what I appreciate is, you know, I have I've um, the complaints about the quick cuts and the, and, and the fighting and hand-to-hand stuff. The advantage this movie has, there's no hand-to-hand I, fighting. I, and there's no quick cuts. There's no quick cuts. But it's also like you don't have to do a quick cut if you're doing a gunfight. Sure. Right. You know, like it, you don't have to do it. No, it's show. awesome. The action is, I, I thought it was a great Western shootout. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, was, all the ones they did, it just. Pratt pretty much does the I'm your Huckleberry, like where he walks up and he's kind of like leaning up against the post and he was just like, you know, kind of tips his hat and, you know, <laughs> the, the guys realize they're in trouble. Yeah. At the last, you know, but they don't realize it until the last possible second. No, when I, they I, start to get I loved it when uh, the bad guy whistles, and then the guy on the rooftop is basically supposed to take out Denzel. Right, and you see the guy, and he just falls over. Well, no, no, Denzel's got the great line where he's like, "I don't think he's going to answer you." Right, and, and then, then they, they shut. They, he falls they over, shoot up, and then he fall, and, and then the, the, the Indians behind him. Yeah, I'm just like that was awesome. Yeah, and then that Indian was. Then cool. he just starts picking people off with the arrows. Yeah, and, it yeah. was a big old. And then yeah. you get to see uh, kind of you get to see everybody's skills at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like it's 
it's kind of like the Avengers. Yeah, I love where you how get to see Vincent, what everybody can do. Vincent D'Onofrio is just tackling people. He's just he's like, like a linebacker, just oh running people God. down, and he's got this he, hatchet. He, he just tackled cutting people to pieces. He tackled not just a person on a horse. He tackled a horse. <laughs> <laughs> he tackled the man and his yeah. horse. I am like that wow. horse. He knocked that horse knocked, down. Was the basis for Mongo. Yeah, no, it was awesome. It's a great. I mean, it's a great reimagining. That scene where he punches the horse is still one of my favorite scenes. I love that scene so much. And you hate horses. I do. Goddamn horses. They're so chewy. (laughs) So gamey. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was a fun team. I thought they had good chemistry together, you know? I Um, like the chemistry between Pratt and the Mexican. Yeah. Like, I like where they're constantly going at each other. And then, of course, at the last possible second, they are buddies. You know? Like, that's the way that works. I just feel like like the Mexican guy would have killed Pratt for saying the things. I just... Like why though in eighteen just, whatever like you could you, you, it wasn't I don't know make I mean he was yeah, really drunkenly like, making fun of him oh like, yeah it was, but I again I think in that in that day and age like that's just second class citizen kind of thing that's like, just what just, it was that's probably oh, pretty minimal man <laughs> I just know? thought like with him the way he wasn't just like kind of giving him a light ribbing like the way he was going on about him being Mexican and the jokes I'm like God I just <laughs> I thought the and that whole scene where he's obviously drunk and like the first time they meet each other he's like oh great we got a Mexican. <laughs> wonderful and he's just like poking fun i thought that i yeah. but like yeah it's it's a different chris pratt yeah. than we've ever he's seen funny, but, and but you know what? i'm an interested an... to see what kind of chris pratt we get in that new passengers yeah yeah like what you know i've heard some people that watch the trailer and didn't like it and i saw the trailer for this one i thought it looked good i don't i don't know nothing about it all i know is it's you didn't watch the trailer no though. no, but no i saw the trailer for this one i thought it looked cool like the idea of them going it's a romantic movie but set in like well, sci-fi I don't think it's really romantic i think there's a romance element in it but yeah. it's basically this huge gigantic ship that's being sent off and they're in cryogenic sleep for like 30 years and pratt and uh jennifer lawrence jennifer lawrence wake up uh after 10 years because uh, of some issue and you don't know what it is but they basically have to survive and there's something weird going on and like it visually looked really cool and i don't know it looked like- that's what i'm saying look i wonder if like obviously chris pratt his bread and butter is that star lord yeah he's not peter being, quill he's kind not of playing a smart ass and he's playing more of a jurassic world but less of a smart ass character Jurassic it's more world is that weird it's more so like, this is more this is like Jurassic Park is that weird hybrid of Star Lord and yeah. this character yeah this is more like just the action star element of yes. that in passengers I feel like and here it's more of that but like less likable he's less know? like he he's if you take out the star like I don't, I don't know how else to refer it other than like that version of a character that he plays mm-hmm. if you take that Star Lord aspect out of the Jurassic World character, yeah, it's just that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's more than that. Um, so yeah, they destroy this like quickly. They dispatch with like these twenty-two people, and they're counting quickly. the whole time. And then isn't how many did you get? Six? Isn't it uh, Chris Pratt? That's like I got seven. Yeah, well, no, Chris Pratt originally says six, and then the Mexicans like I got six. He's like oh, I got seven. Yeah, and he gets like, a one up. It yeah, would be the right. Um, so they're on, they know that he's coming back, and he's just kind of like look. You may have had three weeks. He's like, by the time that one writer gets back there, he's coming back quickly. So we've got like a week to get you guys ready. Yeah. The town is like completely against them trying to fight because yeah. he knows they know that this guy is capable of killing them all. And so they're not really. Well, also, that, that's kind of an aspect of the original where it's just a farming town. Yeah. Like they're just farmers. There's yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. You exactly. know, so they have to train these farmers yeah. to, uh, you know, get ready. So that you get some pretty funny montages where Ethan Hawke is trying to teach these guys to shoot. You mean drill sergeant, Ethan? Hawk? Well, this is this is also right out of the yeah. original. Like it's this is a scene out of the original where it's, I think it's Charles Bronson. I think is trying to teach them to shoot, and they can't hit anything. Yeah. And Charles Bronson's like, you know what? Just 
hold it by the other end and just swing it like an axe. Like you're better <laughs> off that way. Um, but during the initial fight, it's pretty obvious that Ethan Hawke has some issues. He doesn't shoot one person. I think he's got. P- I think they're they're saying he has PTSD. Yeah, um, that's what I took and, from it. Uh, Chris Pratt sees it. And he sees him not pull the trigger. He's oh no, the guy's riding away. Yeah, there's a guy riding away at the original. And he's just first he's fight. like and he won't, he's like you, you got him. Take the shot. Take the shot. He says shoot her, shoot her, <laughs> and he doesn't. He lets him get yeah. away. But then, but then his friend says the gun was jammed. It wasn't jammed. Oh, that, that's yeah. him backing him up. That's him. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. For him. Okay, that's, okay, that's him okay. backing him up. That's what I I took it. The other like I was confused. I'm like. Were, were they saying he had an issue? Because they obviously did, but the gun was Gen 2. I didn't know. Uh, no, he, he, yeah, no he was covering okay. for him. So while we're doing this, yeah. Chris Pratt again gets in his ear and he was like, no, man, you got to show him with, you got to show him. Like, you got to show him how he's like, this guy, he killed like 45 people in the battle of whatever. And yeah. he's, he, they called him the, the death, like the Grim Reaper or something. And the tour finally he gets him. It was kind of like that scene in Suicide Squad where he's just like, I was just trying to get you there. Like, we're good, right? Yeah. Where he finally, he gets ethan hawk over that hump and ethan hawk just destroy like yeah, he takes the in, head in off seven of the in target. seven shots like he's you know he's shooting a pattern he takes the head off the target yeah. and he just kind of flips the gun at him yeah i was hoping that meant for the rest of the movie he would be like, so on. i knowing what i had known and i was like i have a feeling he's kind of this character as well so yeah. he's gonna go ahead and do yeah. his thing um yeah, so they're like they're digging trenches and they're planting bombs and they're doing you know doing all kinds of stuff. It was cool. They, they go down to the they, mining. They raid a mine, yeah. a mining company. All and the they, people that work for that company, right? That, that Sarsgaard. They owns. bring them all in and they take yeah. all of their ammunition and they take everything. Well, I like, and they're like, they're like, we need to go get more ammo, and then they go to the mining <laughs> right. community, you know, and they and, just start picking and people they pick off. them all off. And uh, one of the mining guys like they killed everybody, <laughs> and, and then they uh, they basically recruit them, and then they open the doors. Right, and it's I'm all saying, the explosives. Like, they kill. Everybody, yeah. There's nobody. Like all of the bad guys are yeah. gonna die in this movie. Um, well, so think they of how up, light Sarsgaard's payroll is after after this. that, man. I yeah, mean, he, he, yeah. He's he's making all kinds of money. He, could yeah, just he was make up more he, money. He was up to like twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he, he could make more money by not taking the town. I think <laughs> yeah. at this point. Because. Uh, so they get back and they kind of they start setting up the town, uh, and this is where Pratt tells a joke where he's just like, you know, my dad used to tell me this joke about a guy fallen off a, a seven-story building and he's like every floor he was like you know how's it going i was like oh not so bad not so bad so far so, so good. far so, so good. good so, so good, far yeah. so good and then you know and that is another law that's another joke right out that's that's a steve mcqueen yeah. joke that he Night. tells in the original that's a callback like four more times before the end of the movie well i think that they are laying the groundwork for what's coming yeah because yeah. he doesn't say that until oh no he, he does i'm saying, saying he like, says it when he gets shot and then as soon as he gets shot the first time, then he starts saying it. And yeah. he's like, oh, that's actually kind of smart. Like that script writing where they're... It made You sense. don't like, notice it at first. Yeah. And then at the last second, you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, all right, that was pretty slick. That was pretty good. So they got the whole town ready to go. And then... As ready as they As ready <laughs> as they can be. And then so they have like a one more sit down. And Ethan Hawke kind of goes off the deep end a little bit with the PTSD. And he finally says, I can't... Like, I got to... I'm gone. I'm not doing this. Um, it was weird that his friend, played by Byung Hung Lee, sure. uh, got, like got really drunk at this point. I think he, his friend was gone. Like that's what I, I think that was like. They they had been together for so long. No, he got drunk first because they're like, where where is he? And yeah, but Ethan like, Hawke had just like no. Had, they Ethan Hawke asked where he is or whatever. Uh-uh. Ethan Hawke like Denzel Washington comes around like Denzel Washington and. Oh, you think he was and drinking because he knew he left? Yes. I thought he left while he was getting drunk, no. and so he no, didn't I know No, I think he, he started drinking because he knew, A, he knew he was going to die, 
and B, his buddy wasn't with him. Oh, huh, okay. Because like Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington have that argument yeah. outside the bar, like on the corner, and then he rides off. Oh, okay. Because okay. right, Ethan Hawke's trying to sneak away, and Denzel's like, what are you trying to do? Just sneak out of here? Yeah. And so he kind of rides his own way. Ethan uh, Denzel comes around the side, and then that's okay. where you see D'Onofrio and Pratt and all those guys kind of standing together. And they're like, where's the other guy? And they're like, he's inside. I gotcha. Okay, and that so, makes more sense. And I just, I, I thought that he snuck out on his friend because he was distracted. I didn't realize he did it because of Yeah, him. yeah, that's okay. the way I interpreted it. Okay, interesting. Uh, but this is another where, Den- where D'Onofrio is doing that high-pitched voice. <laughs> I was like, man, that's that's a weird choice. But, all right. It works. It works. I like it. it. I'm with it. I like yeah. it. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah. It's so atypical he, for me to think some big burly guy is going to talk that's like the whole, this. That's the it's thing. great. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a smart actor. Yeah. Um, but also, it wasn't over the top. Like, it could have been. Yeah. Like, you know. It would drop in and out. Yeah. But, but was, I think that's. He was also a man of few words. Like, yeah. the thing was is that you didn't get a whole bunch of speeches from this guy. When he did, he just said he was very soft-spoken and said very few little things. And it just. Yeah. yeah. Also, I thought it was interesting that he was an Indian scalper. Yeah, like they definitely made I didn't know how his that. relationship was going to be with the the Indian guy. You know, I was kind of worried that they were going to butt heads because well, that they, was his. Well, because they even because Chris Pratt even had the line about you know they're not pay, the pay government's not anymore, paying yeah. for scalps anymore, <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yeah. And he's like, well, all right, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so, so I was that, a little worried. That, bear, but that bears weren't. It never clothes. really. It never really became an issue. So no, well, was, I think it's. I think it became an issue at the end of the movie. I think that's there's an issue with another Indian. Yeah. Where yeah, I think well, it'd be, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So like, they're all they they're all ready to go. The Indian is at this point has uh, ridden away, and I guess he's just scouting. Like he's yeah. scouting to figure out when they're going to show up. The sheriff is near. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I when they were when they were doing their montage though of setting up all the uh, digging the ground and putting the explosives in and stuff, I was like, okay, did they get the fake rock ridge? I know. Those? I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Didn't you think that like they're getting ready? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And the toll booth, right, yeah. right, right. Man, it was just so. He's got to go back and get a loaded yeah. <laughs> First thing I think of, man, I just don't make them like that anymore. No, they, then they can't. But, yeah, no. They, unless you unless you put something out on your own. Yeah. You know, like no studio will so ever good. release. A movie like that ever closest again. thing we ever get to that is going to be um matt stone and trey parker yeah, yeah. true yeah true, uh, true. maybe you think key and peel could get away with it or do you think they're yeah they're kind of yeah where yeah. they offend everybody i mean they yeah. dress up and they do white face and oh, they yeah, do man. everything yeah that shows on hulu and i'm just started i'm just oh, rewatching it all yeah. that's great i would you could go back yeah, and yeah. it's so good you messed up now hey, hey ron yeah so um, so the Indian guy comes back and says they're he's like they're, uh, they're like a day dawn. out they'll be here by dawn yeah. so you know this is the point this is where they all kind of sit down and say sunrise for tom because he has ptsd too <laughs> yeah sorry sorry, sorry. sunrise, sunrise. <laughs> it's a different kind of ptsd but yes. yes yes uh so yeah they all kind of they all kind of you know denzel's like look if anybody else wants to leave i'm not gonna fault you for it he's like this isn't your fight and they're just kind of like, say, you have my sword. Yeah, you right, have right. My you have my axe. Uh, and they're all just kind of like, yeah, man, we're here. Like, it's whatever. So then the big fight, Sarsgaard shows up with like 300 guys. Like, he's got. I would say about 5 million. That yes. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Literally. You see them riding and it's like a super wide screenshot. Yeah. It's just like horse after horse. After right, horse right. After. But they're all in line. Like, I also <laughs> like it was it's like that scene that we talk about where like. Independence Day where the four like Humvees are riding down the, the dirt road all together. <laughs> yeah. Like this is what it was with horses. Like it was the same thing. Like you know horses. you have a whole desert you could ride like <laughs> yeah. next to each no. other. <laughs> don't get no. too far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then uh, there's no other way to describe it as all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, Another great action scene, though. And uh, this awesome is where action scene. The, the, the movie, so the movie's two hours, and yeah. I feel like in the middle, I'm not saying I was bored, but I think it drove a think little you would, I think I bit. Would've, I think I would have been bored had the character, had the actors yeah. not been it as was good, good as they were. Yeah, but like 15 minutes less, I think, because by the time the action scene starts, you're like, yes, this is what I'm here for. Um, I actually, I like that little reprieve, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like getting a little bit of reprieve and then ramp it back yeah. up. Because once it starts, it, once it starts, it's like it's twenty like th- minutes. Yeah, or I was like, it's, it's like a thirty-minute action sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah, and everybody's you know killing everybody, and then I've always everybody's said killing everybody. <laughs> I've always said there are certain times when there are certain actors where you're just like, no oh, man, it's he's not going anywhere. Like it's Chris Pratt. Gonna, yeah, kill Chris Pratt. Guess what? Nobody's safe. They kill Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> I love though, but this is a callback to the card trick and the drinking. It is. This yeah. is an exact callback to when he was being, you know, sorry to say, to the kid and trying to teach him about guns and fighting. And right. it's that. never about he the said, trick. It's never about. It was never about the card. Right. Right. And so I like that callback. That was clever. Well, um, I, guess we I knew the, it, but I mean, I liked the, it because I'm like, I'm like, oh, he took some of that down. Right. The, the first one to go is uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. So, so yeah, the uh, Peter Sarsgaard has an Indian. We should say they each have an Indian, right? Yeah, but yes, but the uh, the Magnificent Seven's Indian is cooler because he has wicked face paint and he's awesome with a with a it bow and arrow. It almost like he had an American flag painted on his face at first, like when it was zoomed out because it's like <laughs> blue with white dots. No, no, like, no it's just straight, it's it's red and black. But it looked almost like blue with stars, but it was just like black with white dots. Yeah. But I'm like, if red, white, what? <laughs> it's like, it's my country. That doesn't make choice. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird for it. But anyway, he's just like really kind of stealthy and he's athletic and just, you know, Flip whatever. with the bow and arrow. And so they have like Arnold Schwarzenegger Indian. Like he's just like this big, mean looking. He's the counterpart just... to Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. D'Onofrio kind of comes Not... out. I think D'Onofrio just killed somebody. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, though, we don't see we don't see their guy. But all of a sudden, boom, arrow, arrow. And And then he keeps like another like in the way it should be. He just keeps going. Like he goes down like Boromir. Yeah, this is a Boromir scene. Yeah, this is. And I thought he was going to keep going and kill the end. That's what I thought as well. I thought he was going to do one of those Boromir. Keep on swinging right until the last. He finally drops. And uh, it was a really again a credit to Vincent D'Onofrio as an actor, like an understated death scene. Like the way he drops his knees, but like his facial expression changes, and like he has the moment of clarity almost, like just the way that. Yeah, like, I'm and gonna then die, he, and then yeah. he dies, oh. and then so I liked he, it too. He he kneeled down, he was on his knees, and he just died sitting up on his knees. Yeah, like, yeah. right. And then uh, so the Indian goes into the bar where the our sister the, of the, the girl, Bomer, the, the wife. I'm sorry, I keep thinking sister because <laughs> I don't know why, but. I was just hoping she wasn't taken. <laughs> she wasn't at, within the first fifteen oh, yeah. minutes. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was fine. So like, it's pretty obvious that he's gonna have his way with her, and then all of a sudden. I didn't know that as oh, much of like absolutely. a gruesome kill. I thought it was all of it. Did you think it was rapey? I thought he was just kind of like really gruesomely like kill her. I honestly don't remember. So this is where our Indian shows up, <laughs> the uh, the the good Native American, and dispatches with the bad one. What was his character name? I'm going to look it up right now. It's just that you don't really ever... Red Wing. Was it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it would be funny if his name was like Steve. <laughs> You know what's funny is that his real name is. Did you look at the credits? No. I'm like, he has a really interesting, because he, I mean, he's Native American. He looks full Native American, right? No. His name is like Martin something. I just thought it was really, I'm literally, I watched the credits. I only said Red Wing because that's Falcons. Martin Wasserstein. It's very. His his name is Martin Sensmeyer. What's his character's name? Oh, the Connecticut Sensmeyers? (laughs) So I just thought it was going to be something like, whoa, they got a real, 
Comanche, you know. Yeah. And not saying he isn't Comanche, but it's just his name is Martin Sandler. What was his character's name? Uh, the character name Red Harvest. Ah, I was close. All right. You're uh, thinking of Nightwing, though. I think no, Red Wing is Falcon's Falcon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he dispatches with that Native American. It was pretty cool. quick. The reason why I mentioned the the good guy is more like athletic and stealthy. Is like the big. Indian comes after him and he just kind of shanks him like under the armpit yeah. kind of like knifes him like he goes underneath him it was a cool way yeah, it was that a cool he little fight whipped scene. around him and, and then yeah. just knocked him off I, yeah. I was like one of the things I've always loved in westerns is when guys fall off balconies through, I don't know through why a table, <laughs> through tables <laughs> like just one of those tropes that I think is always fun or like, on the piano you, you can't be alone because they do it so much right yeah. it's, like it's they, just fun. we're gonna put a guy on a balcony <laughs> I better see him fall yeah, he, better, he better fall off yeah. that balcony and go through Ugh. a table by god yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. think it's because of your affinity for wrestling I'm pretty no, sure there's has nothing I'm to do with that I'm pretty sure that there's a I pretty close connection pretty Man, far. you better, you better power bomb that guy through a table which if came not. first I mean maybe the westerns uh, led to the love of wrestling yeah I could it's true it's true Hulk Hogan was always the white hat good guy I'm gonna say westerns came first well he was up until 1996 and then uh, what did I why did I feed continue see you did it this time I, I know, know. Uh, it was a reflex it was just like <laughs> but not all uh, uh, too late uh, yeah, just so wait this for is refractory. Period. This is when all of our good guys. This is when our good he guys doesn't have one. It's no, wrestling. He doesn't have one. <laughs> just keep going it's and true. going it's and true. going. This is when all of our the good guys start getting knocked off. Yeah. Uh, so Ethan Hawke and his buddy are up in like the bell tower. Yeah. And they've kind of got the sniping position. Well, so they're also picking people. We off. should say that they have. You think they've dispatched almost everybody at this point, and everybody made it out. And then they show Second up with, wave. A, with a Gatling gun yeah. and just start tearing through the Did town. Did they do that in the original? No. Okay, so that's what I thought. No, this is the Wild Bunch. bunch. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I remember watching, I'm like, I thought that no, was, that was the Wild, wild Bunch. Because the, 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 the Wild Bunch was all about the end of the cowboy. Like, it was yeah. the right. end of the cowboy's yeah. era. Yeah. And part of what and so that's a great movie. It's a violent movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great movie. It's Sam Peckinpah. Yeah, it's, you know, like it's, yeah, it's he made an entire so, movie about a guy's head in a bag. <laughs> yeah, like it's, <laughs> that's true. So yeah. my question is: so I mean, I'm I don't know the answer to this. Like, were Gatling guns a thing? I'm sure they were back then. I yeah, just, you're post Civil War at that point. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, like that was in the Wild Bunch. They bring out a Gatling okay. gun at the end. Yeah, and, like the whole the whole point of that movie was yeah. these guys are they defending a town too? It feels like or they're doing something. Man, it's I been just a know long, if the I time period was later than this. And they, I just didn't know. They know that their way of life is yeah, dying out of yeah. style, and that cowboys are you know the railroads going. Technology is killing what cowboys yeah. do, and okay. so well, they might be defending a town. I it's been a long. time I feel like that's. Yeah, yeah, maybe. All right. But um, and so they, you know, the Gatling gun was kind of a nice metaphor yeah. of like the technology is literally taking them out. They can't right. keep up anymore. In the original one, the town actually turns on the Magnificent Seven and sides with the bad guy. Card- Briefly, yeah, Cordova, I think, and then they leave. Like the whole the whole and crew like leaves. Calavera or something or Calvera? Cordova. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. Um, but they all leave, and then Crit Yul Brenner is like, "Yeah, man, we're going back." Like. <laughs> it was a weird thing where like the bad guy is like once you leave town we'll give you your guns back and then Calvera. Di- All right. Yeah. Close. I had one letter different. Um <laughs> so like they give the in the original one they give the guns back and then of course everybody's like, "Yeah, let's just go back." Yeah. And they go back and this Whoops. is yeah, this is where they start to die off in the yeah. original one. So yeah, the this Gatling gun is just tearing through everybody and then our heroes Man, it's it's gnarly. You our know? Hero, I our mean, hero this thing is falling. ripping people to shreds. All the good guys, like the townspeople are getting torn up. Well, also like it's, one of their guys is like, Hey, we got people down there and he's just like, Uh huh. Yeah. And that's obviously it. for this character that Peter Sarsgaard's playing, it's right. like he doesn't care about anybody. No, no. It's, 
So he, he, you know, uh, Chris Pratt ends up getting shot, and he's like, "We gotta get, we gotta get up there and take that gun out." Yeah. So Chris Pratt riding, I, I feel like he's riding by himself. Yeah, because there's guys chasing him, right? And, and they're then picking him off from the two, the two, the tower. Ethan Hawke, right, Ethan yeah. Hawke. So Ethan Hawke shows back up and just starts again course, doing yeah. what Ethan Hawke does and. I, Doing what the character should do, not Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I'm like, when does Ethan? <laughs> I have, like, is he like a coward <laughs> that comes back in every movie? No. What is? Uh, but yeah, so they're taking the guys out, and then they both get shot from the Gatling gun. So now we're three down. Chris Pratt is getting riddled with bullets as he's riding and, up to the to the where the Gatling gun. And this is. may have been one of one of my favorite scenes. I just love the way it played out. The way when he was almost dead, and he goes to light a cigarette, and a guy's about to take him out, and the main guy running the Gatling gun's like, no, and he goes to light his cigarette. Yeah. Like, I just liked it. I was really cool. It was, was, it was, slow. A, it was a weird it was, sense of honor yeah. that you didn't yeah, expect to see exactly. from the bad guys. And it was just, it was a slow scene. Like, they took their time right. with it. And, so uh, Pratt, it Pratt just kind of does a Pratt fall, and he falls forward. Mm, he falls forward. Nice try. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's not a Pratt fall. <laughs> Do you go through a table? Yeah, I guess not. No, he doesn't go through the table. But like he falls down and he, I, I remember thinking, you can't kill Chris Pratt. I feel like Chris Pratt is on the, that level of actor now oh, where you just sure. expect him to make him th- make it through a movie. Certainly. And then he like out of nowhere, he sits back up and he was like, I always like that one eyed Jack and he's got a stick of dynamite and he blows yeah. everything up. Like yeah. he blows up the that Gatling cool. gun. He blows up himself. You um, knew it was coming. It was so predictable, but I loved it. You know, I, I just, didn't like. It's one of those things where, like, I, I like mean, what's like, he riding after the Gatling gun for? He's got to destroy it, so he has right. to have dynamite. But like, I loved watching. It, it was just one I of those knew. things where I was like, he's gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's Chris Pratt. Gotcha. You know, like it's like the Steven Seagal thing. We're like, oh shit, Steven Seagal. Yeah, but just once died. he starts getting well, that shot, that was also ten minutes times. into the movie. That's true. Yeah. But still, like, you don't yeah. expect Steven yeah. Seagal when Steven Seagal, no. I think, was like the number two name on those. Yeah, credits. I remember. Uh, I remember uh, guys I saw it with. They were mad, and I was <laughs> like, Steven I don't Seagal know. Is... I think that kind of made it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, that, that, was, that was... would be called Psycho. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's I a mean, good. That's a good. That's a great example. That's a great example. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another good one. When that happens. You're just like, what? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That's a very good I love example. That movie. That's yeah. a great movie. Because who dies in that? Though? I don't remember. William Peterson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it's great. so it it just comes out of the blue. Yeah. It's kind of like the Departed too. That's Willem Dafoe in that. Right? Where you're like, oh, it is yeah. kind of like the yeah. Departed. Where you're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> nah, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I want to watch that again. That's yeah. such a it's good. All movie. That's, that's a good. It's all of those moments. I just got. I just picked up Mean Streets. Yeah, that's. Oh man, I yeah. forgot how much I love that one too. <laughs> um, so the Gatling gun's taken out. Taken out. So everybody. at this point, we've got three guys left. So Pratt, no, you've pulls got four. A, a Vasquez for a alien. Yes. Yeah. The two so guys, you, Donofrio got, and Pratt. That's four. So we have three guys four. left. Yeah. The, no, you've the, got. You've got Ethan Hawke is dead. The yeah, friend is that's dead. Why is dead. The two guys. Oh, you saying four is dead? Four, four are, dead. are gone. I said we have I'm three sorry. guys left. Oh, I'm sorry. Three guys are left. Yeah. So you got you've got Denzel, the Mexican, and the Indian. And, and, mo- and most all the bad guys are cleared out. So at this point, Sarsgaard whole- with two cronies yeah, come right into town thinking everybody's cleared out. Also a great scene. Like, it's oh, just yeah. one of those scenes. So, like, the two cronies go into the bar and all you hear is gunfire. Yeah. And then the one guy kind of like... one of the guys walks, walks out, out and you're like... And just like, ah. Oh. And then he just falls fl- first, you know, yeah. face first. And, the and then one guy goes through the window. Through the like, window. <laughs> like, in typical Western movie yeah. fashion. It's just a funny like, If like, you're going to get somebody falling off of a... Uh, you got to have somebody go through a window. Off yeah. of the, the thing upstairs. Right. Yeah, you got a balcony. You then I want that yeah. window. You can't, you can't not go that through That window better be broken by the time this movie's over. But what a great... Now, this is Denzel. This is Denzel. Acting all the way here. I mean. 
name. Uh, so he kind of corners Sarsgard in a, in the church that Sarsgard Sarsgard had burned down in the beginning. Yeah. And this is where and, you get like his backstory, where he's yeah, like, "Did you finally you, figure out why he's doing this? Where, did you send these people to Kansas?" And he was like, "I guess I don't know." And it turns out that Sarsgard had killed his mother, his sisters, and they tried to hang him. Because, like, the entire time he's wearing, like, a thing around his neck. Which I never noticed until he took it off. Like, I, I didn't, yeah. to, I didn't so, notice. The only reason thing. I noticed is because Yul Brenner doesn't wear it. Oh, okay. And the entire time he's wearing the same outfit yeah. that Yul Brenner wears. So, wait a minute. They're going all hang him high? Kind of, yeah. I was thinking Pale Next Rider. Next time you try to hang a man, you gotta finish the yeah, job. Yeah, right. And then he's got the, yep. got the whole thing on his neck. Yeah. There's a lot of Western tropes in, in the flick. But, you know. Oh, you didn't see this? No, it's really good. You notice how quiet he was? Yeah, that's the only reason why I haven't. <laughs> well, Tom, but he's playing Candy Crush. Yeah, right. Yeah, Bubble, no, Bubble Witch too. Bubble I ran Witch. out of lives. <laughs> oh, didn't, said, didn't, one, rec- didn't one of our listeners think you were spamming Nicole, them? Nicole Zoo saw that you were playing Bubble Witch too. Like, I think I Tom's think I, account was yeah, hacked yeah, because she know. And we were just like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, so he kind of qu- gives him the whole speech, yeah. and then you think he's got. He takes the scarf that he had been wearing and starts to choke. Sarsgaard with it. Oh, and you, we should say though at this point that Sarsgaard, who's been this badass, like just terrible villain, he does turns exactly into, what the villain yeah, should turns do. Turns into a coward <coughs> right. immediately. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute! Aren't yeah, you, the, are the, you a religious man? The like, whimpering coward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you think he's got this little derringer, and you think he's going to kill him, and then I uh, thought you, he was gone. You hear a shot, and you know what? At this point, they've killed Chris Pratt. Yeah. They've killed yeah. Ethan yeah. Hawke. They've this killed was, Vincent D'Onofrio. Was I was like, really, maybe they will. This is really well done because usually you can see these things coming from a mile away, right? And I just didn't. The sound editing was really smart. The way Denzel. It was, played, cut, it was, was really, really smart. smart. They, he goes wide-eyed. You hear a shot after you see his little tiny gun, yeah. and Denzel like opens his eyes wide, and you're like, "Oh crap!" And then I thought, "Well, maybe he's just injured." And then they show they the show wife, the wife, of yeah. not the sister, uh, had shot him with a rifle, and shot him. Yeah, and that's that and that's cool. kind of how we end it. Like the they kind of they do a whole and just like the original one where yeah. they pan back and you've got like the four mm-hmm. tombstones. Same deal, except yeah. this time they have got a little names. token of each one. Yeah, on they've got the, little names on it. Uh, but there's a token like they've got his like the, playing the bottle, car, playing playing the, bottle. Car, yeah. Yeah. the little windmill. <laughs> right, that they the windmill didn't make sense to me. Was D'Onofrio telling them to paint those? Well, they even showed them like used them in battle at one point. Like, but I couldn't figure out what they were using them to show. I think. Were they like was the a, wind, there was a reason that I they think, were there? I feel like once the wind from the horses made them turn, like they knew to they set off the Maybe explosives after they went by them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know the explosives went off when they passed them. So I was thinking when they started spinning, there was I don't know if it was tight I don't remember, but there was a, there was a reason that they yeah, had those. Yeah, 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 and that's how it kind of ends. And God damn it, if this wasn't the three remaining guys right off right off into, into the, the sunset. sunset, and that's so in the original one, it's. The only two that make it out alive are, of course, Yul Brenner and, and McQueen. Steve McQueen. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's right. the way it's going to... Spoilers for you, since you haven't seen it. It's I've been, seen it. Oh, right. It's been a really long yeah. time. But yeah, so like... And that's, they gave you a 56-year head start. Yeah, yeah. Right. So okay. I just kind of feel like that's... like, Of course, you'll, you're not going to kill Yul Brenner, and you're no. not going to kill Steve McQueen, especially not Steve McQueen. Yeah. And this one, it's just kind of like... The Great Escape. They do. That's true. Yeah. That's that's another one. No, We're just no, like... No, 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 uh-uh. Doesn't he die in the no. I thought he did. Nope. No, 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 no. He ends up back in the cooler. Okay. No, he really? does not. He does not. Die. I thought he gets, he gets gun- caught. I thought because he they didn't with, kill him. with the motorcycle. I thought nope. he got shot. There. No, 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 no. He got All caught up. Too. He actually got caught up in the um, uh, barbed wire. The barbed wire tries but to jump the barbed wire. The, hey, the movie ends. Tom, respect your elders. Most of the <laughs> mo- most of them in the in the actual uh, escape, a lot of them got killed. Um, yeah, Coburn makes it. Um, gosh, uh, Steve McQueen makes it, but he, he ends up. They bring him back, and he ends up back in the cooler. And he's got his ball, and he's gotcha. like, 
Huh. So, but no. I guess I thought he died too. No. Yeah. All no. right. No, 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 no. Most, and that's how it, and that's how most it of them do. And it, it, but this was, it was fun. It was a blast. It was a lot. You I know, thought it was awesome. I loved it. Had, it. it had its own, it had its flaws, but they, yeah. they were overshadowed by how much fun I had at it. Uh, and I think this was a really good remake. Yeah, I thought they did a good job. I thought job. they did it justice. And I like, think like when everybody's like, oh, you shouldn't remake like yeah, re- but they remakes did in sequels. And I was like, okay, well, the original's yeah, hold on, hold on a remake. <laughs> and it had three pretty crappy sequels. Yeah. So, right. And a very mediocre television show. Right. So right. it's like. Like, They've mined this thing a lot. Yeah, like so this thing isn't some sacred yeah. ground that no, no one can touch. Right. Like, let's I agree. let it go. I'm yeah, glad they did it justice because I was yeah. a little worried at first when they first started talking about it, and I thought they did a great job. No, I thought yeah. it was a lot. I want to see it again for those action scenes. I mean, yeah, those seriously were, were some of the. I, we just haven't seen a lot of westerns recently. Like, I think we've seen an interesting like. like we what's had, the last big? I'm talking about real western, not like western feel, but I mean like western Bone shootout. Tomahawk. Yeah, which I never saw. That was Because you, you love Kurt Russell. Yeah, I, know. I liked it. But like, what's the last big Western shootout type movie? Like, we just don't Django. get them. Yeah, that's true. That's probably the, yeah. you know, and that was Hateful what, 2012? Eight. Hateful 8, I was thinking. Hateful yeah, 8, for but, sure. Ah, that was so contained. I'm thinking more, like, Hateful like 8 was town. so contained. I'm thinking like yeah. a big horse riding shootout, guns a-blazing kind of thing. The like, Revenant? <sighs> that is kind yeah, of a Western. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But, but you just don't see that I many Django, like I this. Mean, For some reason, like right. this type of Western stands in its own little category, and you just don't get them. And so seeing the shootout and all that. I wonder, I, I you just, know, like we talk about with musicals, where like there's the whole generation that missed musicals. I wonder if there's a whole generation that missed Westerns. I think there's a... I don't think that they... I don't think it's as big of a jump to get into a Western as it is a musical, but I think it's, it's a generational divide in that I think they're... they're they're apt to be dismissive of westerns because yeah. they think it's like it's something that their dad bumpkins. or grandfather <laughs> or bumpkins yeah or yeah. just yeah, yeah you know old-timey movie it is old-timey just, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but there's some great there's some great westerns western. and i'm not a big there. western guy but there are some phenomenal that westerns. was kind yeah. of my introduction into cinema yeah was my dad like liked westerns yeah you know, like the john wayne stuff and all that so that and was funny because like, spaghetti westerns i love uh, spaghetti and it's funny because my parents got divorced when i was like Eleven or twelve, and so like, so my my dad wasn't around to watch those movies, so right. I would always skip them. So oh, I didn't right start on. watching westerns until I was in my twenties, yeah. and I was like, well, it's this huge genre, and like, I'll just pick the good ones and start there, yeah. And was like, oh my god, these movies are great, great. So. yeah. And there's so, some, there don't don't look like any <clears throat> genre. Oh, absolutely, there are some yeah. Of garbage, I love comedies, but... and there are some really dumb ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I wouldn't, but you wouldn't use those to say, see, all comedies are stupid. No, so. absolutely not. Right. Well, I am interested to see what Dan's video yeah, recovery for will sure. be this week. So the um, we we have sort of the resurgence of the, of the western. It seems to happen every like ten years. Yeah, you know, where somebody comes out and. We're you know tries you think, to bring the western Tombstone back. Tombstone was the one from Tombstone? twenty years ago. Um, yeah, and then I Silverado. think Silverado. Oh, Silverado, nineteen eighty five. Three times Yuma was good like ten years yeah. ago. That no, remake. but um, so Silverado is, is actually the one I was thinking about for this. Is that nineteen eighty five? I mean, it, there really wasn't a lot no. happening, and it's because of the uh, clout that Lawrence Kasdan had. Yeah, because um, he wrote and directed that. He wrote it with his brother and. Um, you know, if you haven't seen it, it's it's a great Danny Glover, right? Danny Glover, yeah, yeah. Scott Kevin, Glenn, Kevin, Kevin Klein, Klein, Jeff Goldblum, Brian Dennehy, Linda Hunt, uh, Rosanna Arquette, um, Jeff book. Fahey. Uh, I mean, there's so many characters, and it's very layered. I mean, it, you can tell it's the, the guy who who wrote, you know, and directed Big Chill, right? You know, and um, and as well as Raiders, you know, it's got some Raiders yeah. feeling to it, and and 
uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a great movie, a beautiful movie. I'm just, I I just rewatched it and I forgot how. Oh, and John Cleese in a very small role, but oh, that's right, fantastic yeah. in it. Um, I forgot how how it's if you watch it now, you know, shot in New Mexico and. Um, they really invested in capturing the sort of the vistas and, and the, and the landscape. Oh, and, and, and Kevin Costner. Yeah. Um, who, this was his breakout role. I was and like, this, this uh, is his first, this is his, like, this is the pay, uh, um, is the payback, payback for big chill for big chill. Yeah. yeah. And so this is like the first we should time. probably explain for people that don't know the story, but in big chill, yeah. he's the, they all go to a, the, the people have a reunion. These baby boomers due have to a, reunion, a funeral. Due to funeral. a funeral, and Kevin Costner is the dead guy. Yeah. And there were supposed to be flashback scenes mm-hmm. of him yeah. that showed him interacting with these people, and they all got cut. They so got really, cut. all you, so you see, never saw Kevin. You Costner. see, is like him, his, him in the cast. Did you see his face? No, yeah. oh. no. And so uh, Lawrence Kasdan made up for it and and kept, uh, uh, put Kevin Costner in sort of the. Sort of the uh, the the younger brother to Scott Glenn, and um, he's great in this. He's, yeah, um, he kind of made it, cut his teeth on Lowe's Western because like he was Wyatt Earp. And he's <clears throat> he's great in this, and it's funny. Dance I, I was, Dance Wolves. Yeah, um, one really good thing about this movie when you watch it is just like um, the just the horse work. Uh, there's a, a great scene where they're all riding in, and and they're you know usually sometimes in westerns you would see him like up close, yeah. and then you see him really far away. <laughs> it's like no, that is. You know, Danny Glover and Scott Glenn on horses riding at a pretty good clip. And then here comes in comes Taron, uh, Kevin Klein. He's cruising. Yeah. He catches up and rides alongside of him. And it's just that, like, they, they captured so much in camera. I mean, there's yeah. no digital in this. Right. There's no CGI in this. And, and just to see, um, you know, it, it's your basic corrupt town you know the guys show up they all have their different stories they 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 sort of become a team just because they all are exited out of the previous town at the same time and and join up and um it's it's if you haven't seen it it's it's worth checking out it's it's a a lot of fun does anybody shoot somebody while riding sideways on a horse yes 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 and guess what joe (laughs) they're on a balcony Oh, they're riding a horse, horse on a balcony. On a balcony? No, there is actually cool. a. Uh, that is amazing. And then they go out a window. That's yeah. amazing. Scott, Scott, Scott all these Glenn done right now. is alongside and going through the town, and there's a guy up on a balcony shooting at him. So he right. He does. Oh, him, that's fantastic! Punches down and shoots the guy on the balcony. Through. That's perfect. Two and then two and one. You know, he he drops his gun and doesn't have a, a gun, and so a guy's chasing him. So he runs into a barn, up a ramp, and back outside the barn, and uses his horse. <laughs> And he to get the guy that's so running good. after him. So good. Yeah. Death yeah, by horse foot. Death by horse foot. <laughs> well, thank you, Dan. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's it for this week. I guess we will go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. Uh, this is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGraney67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you would like to continue the conversation online, uh, we will be there waiting for you. You can uh, find us at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Looks like next week we will be tackling Miss Peregrine's home for spastic children. What is it? <laughs> uh, unusual? Oh, boy. No. Uh, we're gifted uh, youngsters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll see that movie. Kids. 
Tim Burton doing an X Men movie? How did that never happen? Yeah, Peculiar know. children. Peculiar children. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah, Tim we'll, Burton we'll, movie. We'll do that one, and maybe by next week, I'll even know how to say it. You know, Probably you can't not. win either way. You can't. You tackle a woman, or you tackle a kid. I mean, it's, <laughs> how do you win? Yeah, I go. I depends say, on the kid. Yeah, yeah. I say, <laughs> well, I mean, Joe kid. tackles his kid, but yeah, yeah. There's a reason, so she can learn about wrestling. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh. You don't want him learning about wrestling on the street. Yeah. No, no. You, you got to teach him at home. home. Wrestling keep on the it, outside. Yeah, keep, it, keep it safe. You know. Oh goodness, what have oh. I done? So. Always watching for you. a chair this coming behind you. Again. This is all. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm no one to blame myself. The first one was Kevin, but the next two were me. So I'm just stopping it right there. So, so thanks for. Thanks for listening, and until next week, Flick leads Hopper into a bird's nest. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.